We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings, Charles Schwab Challenge, DraftKings Picks, Preview, Final Bets, One and Done, and the Weather, plus the ownership reminder to all of you to smash the like button, sub to the channel, and sub to the free newsletter down in the description for all of the final information coming out on Wednesday night. Toe, tag it, Tambo, in studio. We're back. Shipitnation.com, taking over the showdown shows. I saw that the views did really well. The views are good. It was a really close call. Round two, I got 12th, 16th, 18th, 21st, and 26th. Shout out to Matthew Neesmith for completely ruining a good shot at going back-to-back on the anniversary special, what was. And then uh, round four, we had a membership, I think it was 18500 on $146 worth of uh, buy-ins. So less is more, baby. It was good. That's pretty good. You guys doing it for Colonial, too? Doing everything. Every week? Every week. There we go. So stay tuned on Mayo Media Network. Another reason to sub. Let's get to the bets where I got going. Would it surprise you to know I got sucked into Morikawa? Absolutely not. I was the only person not betting him, it seemed. And then I saw everyone else bet him. And then I saw a 20 to 1 at a cool bet. And I was like, ah, fuck, I'm in. When I was driving, <laughs> I'm over, in. When I was driving over here today, I was like, He's gonna, it's going to be Homa or Morikawa? Which one? And here it is. Maybe he can putt. Yeah, maybe. Of course, if he does, if he does, watch out. Yeah, of course. I, I did write him up, and what, what did I have here for my notes? This will be in the newsletter. He's average. He's played here three times in his life. Average of six point seven strokes gained on approach. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. good. Very good. And he should have won against Berger, but he missed the putt in the playoff coming out of COVID, the very first tournament. But we know that he's been known to gag a few tournaments down the stretch. It's Although you're time. only a gagger until you win again, and like all is forgiven. We just saw it with Brooks. Brooks, Brooks, can't, Brooks can't close on Sundays. And like, oh, he closed on Sunday and played great. He did. And Victor Hovland helped him out a little bit, too. A little bit, but I wouldn't say that was on Vic. No, definitely not. I just mean, I, I think that was just something that was a little bit underrated. And we're going to talk about Hovland here probably. But Hovland played very good 
until he didn't on hole 16. Yeah, just one bad shot. It is what it is. Yeah, it happens. But his around the green game, we talked about it last week, and it was certainly fixed. Like in, he, he's it, found something there, at least. It's, it's been happening in majors a lot. And I, I don't know if his short game is fixed or if we come back to it, because I think we talked about this last week, mm-hmm. that just in major championships with the setup, that it's just hard to be really good around the green. That maybe it's actually an advantage, not an advantage True. for the weaker players, but the gap between the good players and the bad players isn't as pronounced as it is in a tournament like this, where like the rough is down this week, you're going to get some shaved areas. Like you need to have touch. I went back and watched Morikawa's first round from two years ago, the year that Kokrak won, and he had like four bad chips. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. That, that can happen. I just think we, we talked last week about the shots we saw from Vic at Augusta National. And then we talked about the open where with the shaved runoffs, we were like, oh shit, after we realized when Vic was in the mix last year there a little bit, you know, a little bit. And then we said, oh, maybe he can bring that to this course last week. And sure enough, it looked like he had some other shots there. And it was a pretty solid week for him overall, very close. And I guess the big thing too is, especially at the open last year, like around the green didn't mean anything because right. there were guys hitting all 18 greens in regulation. It was how well do you putt from 200 feet? Which is his version. I mean, he has other versions of this, but his version of what you just said with Morikawa, we always say, if Morikawa just finds a putter with Vic, it typically is. And that's last week I gave the call out to give it again. Fried Egg Paul, he was, had the whole article on it in the tidbits, et cetera, saying about if he just finds his around the green, which we always know, but he had more stats laid out to like the tournaments that he'd won that are the weaker fields, how he played it in the majors. And that's really what ended up happening again. So no secret. We'll just continue to keep an eye on Vic. We'll keep an eye. It won't be hard to find with those, uh, well, those Jay Lindenberg clothes that he's rocking every single week. He puts them on and says, who cares? They pay me good money. Yeah, his Friday outfit with the orange stripes that came up his sides, he looked like discount blippy. Yeah, I love that one. It was a good one. Like, you All the parents out there know that. You didn't have enough money to hire like the real <laughs> like knockoff blippy to come to your son's birthday party or your daughter's birthday party. You had to go hire this guy. Got to re- reach out his, to Netflix for the knockoff blippy. That was his <laughs> outfit. Well, there is a knockoff blippy anyway. Yeah, that's what I mean. They that have it covered. Sucks. He's horrible. I like, I like original blippy. Give me original blippy. And the kids know it too. I will oh, say yeah. that. They well, know it's the fake. They call My kids call him fake blippy. Do they so, really? Yeah, they called it out. Bad news for the blip, the blippy franchise. I think that, still that, doing that right. forward blippy IP is not doing well. <laughs> so Morikawa twenty because I'm a schmuck. Here's the whole thing. I think Scheffler's going to win, but I'm too big of a coward to bet it at plus four fifty. Okay. I just I don't want to do it. But it's really limited what I've done across the board here. So I have Bez seventy five with five places, Batia one seventy five with five places, and Dylon woo two hundred <laughs> to one. With five places, those are my four outrights. I was thinking about Burns because I saw 30 on Burns. I was like, is that enough to suck me back in? Did he make every bogey he's ever going to make last week? And Burns has been great. Even when Burns sucked at the beginning of the year, what did he do? He showed up to Valspar in top 10 or top five or whatever the hell he did. Maybe there's just places where he plays well. We should have looked at that. You and I were joking before the show, looking up, talking about Ches Reeve, which we'll get to later in this show. But we were looking, what is he for the Barracuda on our other book that we sometimes look at and see for the same tournament? They've taken it we, off the board. We should have, they took it off the board, obviously, because we've landed on the week. But that is something we should have looked up before. I wonder what he was at. Yeah, Reeve 66 to 1 to win the Barracuda right now. I think I'm going to bet it. I, it's not this week. Obviously, I, I bet it at 400 this week with the five places before the, the 358 came up. But. I'm fine with it. I just don't think it's going to happen. So instead, what I did is jumped on the top 20 because he has been playing better. Probably a better DFS play for sure. Just if you want, if you want to go there, I'm saying, but I, I do like that for the Barracuda because it's going to be something where he just continues to get in form and then goes and wins an event like that again. I bet Bryson on live at 24 to one. I think it's going to be a popular one this week. You know who I'm not betting at live is Brooks. Oh my God. I, I think the guy might still be awake. 
<laughs> he was at the game last night. Oh, yeah. I don't think he had slept from the game previous. He looked better last night, though, than the night before. Oh, he blinked once, did he? Yes. The 21 claps with no blinks was definitely a sign there. And then did you see the picture of him hanging out with DJ before the game? No. Yeah, that's a, you know, it all came full circle at that point. That makes but. sense. What, what did Chris Powers say? He got caught in a snowstorm. Yeah. That's, I think a lot of people said that. <laughs> One and done, I took Henley, Jeff took Rose, and Cuss took Sam Burns. I guess it's the reason oh, to not bet Sam Burns. Good news. Although Cuss is still winning the one and done, so who am I to throw shade at Cuss at this point? That's I'm catching true. up, though. I'm just behind him because Cam Smith had a much better week than DJ did. His one and done kickoff might be a, a discussion we have in a second for someone we could use for one and done this week, which was he won when Justin Rose won. And I actually think Justin Rose is pretty interesting here this week. Well, that's Jeff's one and done this week. I think Jeff did bet him. Now, with the way that I have the card out, I'm just, like I said, terrified of Scheffler. But I'm still terrified to bet on him because that's so much money to put up. Like, that's your bet. If you're betting Scheffler oh, plus it. 450, that's it. Yeah. Or, I mean, I could have Bez, Batia, Wu, and Scheffler. Instead, I added Morikawa. Will I add, I mean, everyone's on Tommy. Everyone's on Cam Davis. I don't know. I feel better about Tommy than I do Cam Davis. Cam Davis is just an explosion waiting to happen. Yeah, typically. Him, you know, at chalk especially, and as everyone on him as a bet, is usually going to blow up. I had him right out of the gate at 55. I know some got him at 65. And what is he, 30 now? Oh, yeah, got that closing line value. I always feel good about that, right? Yeah, but- yeah that, that, that's a win in itself. You can pull that one off. Let me see what he is at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Didn't pull it up. Cam Davis is currently, all right, 35 to 1. What's Kitayama? Kitayama's probably like 70, I would bet. Kitayama's 60. And do you see Ryan Palmer, last one? Palmer? Yeah. Palmer at DraftKings is 110. Yeah, so he didn't get much on any of these guys? No. Those are some of the other ones. I, I bet Kitayama at 70, 60. I bet Palmer at 125 as he was lighting up the U.S. Open qualifying board after two hot starts and it's Palmer in Texas. So well, um, Everyone's on, I mean, everyone's on my guy. I'm like Cam or Carson Young corner right now. I think he opened at 400. He's down to 180, but I don't like him at this course. I like him at courses where it's longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be popular because that he blitzed the field. Yeah, he played great. It's the same setup where we watch Joel Damon on the documentary when he hits the turn and says, I need to, you know, the first 18 and says, give me a white claw <laughs> and starts rolling into the next half and does fine. This is where Carson Young just went off. I think it was like 14 under. Someone did point out, it was Tom Jacobs. Uh, go watch the DP World Tour Picks and Bet Show. KLM Open this week mm-hmm. over in Holland. But that guys who have done really well at the match play have done really well at this course as well. Now, they're both in Texas, but different greens. Bent grass greens here, Bermuda grass greens in Austin. But does that it, – it started get, getting my, like, who can I take from the back end of this field that could do really well? Like, Lucas Herbert was someone who did, had done really well. Billy Horschel is someone who has done really well. Is Billy, Billy's in the field, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, 1%, 1% Billy Ho down at yeah, $7,400. to 1? Like, I might just bet that. That's, that's probably good. He made the cut last week, didn't he? It's worth a shot just at the numbers. I, I feel like I bet against him on prize picks in round one, and uh, he beat his number. He was like the one guy who screwed me. So he ended up missing the cut, so he had a terrible day too then. Yeah, thanks a lot, Billy. I mean, <laughs> hoarding your bad round for the one that I didn't bet against you. So he's there, but the other one was J.J. Spawn, who lit up Austin yeah. for three rounds. I was a sucker for him anyway. I took him in our draft at the start of the season when we did the big draft with everybody. I took him in the pool. Don't so. feel like that's going well. Although Cam Smith got you some money this week. I also have Scotty Scheffler. That's probably helping. Yes, I think helping I was top three last time we looked. The rest of the squad is decent. But, uh, yeah, the, the setup there was for Spawn, I think, is fine as well. And then even on DraftKings this week, what is he? He's – I thought he was 7,000. 
he's down there. And, yeah. I mean, you know what my hot take is going to be about DraftKings this week. You are in third place right now, by the way. Oh, Spawn is 7,600. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was going well. I'm in fourth. Before we're and getting... I don't think I have a winner yet. Well, then, you're in good shape. Let's see. Have... Saving them all for the back end. Who Who is one here for me? Do I have any wins? Horsch- I have. I do have Horschel, so that would be nice. No, I have Morikawa, Damon, Fowler, Davis Thompson, Hatton, and Horschel. Hatton, my best performer by far. He lights up the elevated events. He's come second in three of them. It's six guys, right? Yeah. So I have Scheffler, Spawn, Lipsky, Cam Smith. Herman and Bradley. Herman and Bradley. Keegan's having a good year for you, but your entire team is Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, of course. Like you're three million ahead of me. And Scheffler has $12 million. <laughs> yeah, nice. Who's winning? Uh, Pat Perry's winning. We laughed at him for his Tom Hoagie picks and his Seb Straka picks in the first three rounds. But he also has Rom because he had the first pick. Yeah. Or the second pick in the draft. Who had the first pick? You? You took no, Scheffler? I thought I was third. Who went first? I, no, uh, Raza took uh, Rory. Rory. It's not, not working out well. He has $2 million less than Hatton does. And apparently he only has three picks, which is kind of hard, or five picks, which is hilarious. Rosa so, loves taking guys you shouldn't take. That's, that, that's, that's his thread. That's his, that's his MO. So he knows, and that's what ended up happening here so far with Rory. So something I did bet, I bet a both, oh, I round robined it. So it's a th- treble, so a three-leg parlay and a two-leg parlay. This, yeah. Bryson. Stewie. Stu Sink on the senior tour for the senior PGA Championship. His first start on the senior tour. So, And then I took Scheffler with him, and I have them parlayed twice together as well i kind of like that isn't there a good track record wasn't it uh phil phil went and did it stricker went and did it i think alex Czechia went and did it like the guys that come directly from the pga tour immediately furick did it as well furick he he won his first one like Stu sings like he's not good on the pga tour but he's competitive on the pga tour and now he's going to go play the champions tour where he's going to be the longest hitter by far I think just the one, you, a good thing you have it doubled anyway, but I like the Stu Sink Scheffler. Scotty Stewie. Scotty Stewie, yeah. I, I have that one along with Bryson, too. Yeah. So I have it's nice to have Bryson thrown in there. He definitely looked great last week. Well, he really jacks up those odds, too, to, to get you 1,000 to 1 or whatever yeah, it might be. Yeah, always looks better on paper. Of course. It's going to look a whole lot better in my bank account when it wins. <laughs> so those are the bets. Maybe I will add. Do you have any, like, any thoughts on like these middle guys? Like Sungjae. Speeth's down to fourteen to one. I don't hate that. I like Speeth the best of Hovland, Finau, and Speeth. But Homa at twenty-two seems yeah. like a good number. Like is Homa at twenty-two a better number than Rose at twenty-five? It feels like it is. Yeah. Like the gap between their talent is massive at this point. We have to say that, and you have to go by how many wins he already has. Like this guy, just again, we know that Rose got that win. A little bit of you know, showing a little bit of signs of something. But when you go back to it, I think Homa is just the guy you would go with there. So I'll have everything finalized in the newsletter uh, a little bit later on this evening. So subscribe for free down in the description. And subscribing to that will get you in the next round of giveaways, too, for the U.S. Open, which I'm sure that we'll be doing. Oh, we'll always be doing giving away box need to pay people to watch the show at this point. Hoping they bring back the hundred dollar million maker, too. That makes it it's good for giveaways. It's good for playing. It's good for everybody. Let's do that. All right. So the weather. Nothing. I was going to say, what, what weather? No, it still is Texas. It, you, listen, it could pop up. We saw it in the final round last year. Mm-hmm. I went back and watched the final round this morning. I was going for my jog. Turned on round four. <laughs> and like, oh, here's Sam Burns making every birdie possible. Yep. Well, no one else is on the course. He just po- – like, the guys went off. Like, Sheffield was at minus 11 or something like that. Minus nine ended up being the playoff. But it got treacherous on the back nine for everyone. The back nine here can be pretty tough. Like you get through the horrible horseshoe on the front, that's fine. You get to the back, but if wind pops up, 
course play is tough. Maybe it's this tournament that points to match play. Burns wins last year, wins the match play. Oh. That's what you think about it in reverse. Co- Coke both did, ways. Coke but... didn't win the match play, though. That's right. So, yeah, it was even in it. I can't remember. Last year? Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't remember. Was he gone? Was, he, was when, he one of the first? I can't remember when he walked off the course that time and then just decided to move to live. <laughs> right? Remember, he just hit it over the back <laughs> thing. Like, and then he's like, me. oh, that's enough for me. I'm out. And then next week or something, it was like, yeah, now it all makes sense. But, um, yeah, I forget. But either way, yeah, the weather here, it's Texas. If you want to stack it up either way, I think you could. I, I mean, I watched the show yesterday, a good show, by the way, you and Brick talking about some of the stuff and you talked a little bit about DFS and golf and PGA DFS specifically in correlation talked about our guy Raza again doing the skill stacks we, we mentioned that all the time I think it's a great way if you want to get a little bit different but always the wave stacks is something you can do and people think wave stack means weather stack it's that is what you're stacking against but it doesn't mean there has to be weather to wave stack if you get what I'm saying in the sense that sometimes that's just a way to naturally avoid some of the chalk that people are on and what if weather comes into play and it's better for it? Or what if anything goes that way where they get the better greens or, or something like that? It's definitely an opportunity. So I think this is a place, and in Texas, it's always something that I do. Yeah, you could do it in Showdown as well. Where We're definitely going to be doing it in Showdown. You I do think. it like me, and you stack up the PM wave on Thursday yeah. at the PGA Championship. But then there's a frost delay, so all the bad conditions that the guys were going to be in, they don't play in. That's when people, when people ask, why don't you do a round one showdown show? It's again, first off, you already got everything going as we have first round leader. First round leader is more fun to play than drafting. I like it anyway. One. And I, the whole point, the best edge to showdown is round two and round three is when you have all that information and people literally flip flop automatic on whatever happened. Right. So if they didn't play Brooks in the main slate and he has a great round one. What do you, who do you think is going to be the most popular guy in round two? Boom. It's Brooks automatically. He's going to do that two days in a row. So we have to play him. That's what ends up happening. So there's just a huge edge. Tune into those shows on Thursday and Friday night on the mail media network. We're doing them free. So it's a, it's an awesome edge that you can find. You're getting good at those plugs. Yeah. Gotta, you might, might be hanging around the right, the right I know. people. So just here's a, here's an in, in content ad yes. for you to go through <laughs> Shipitnation.com. Check it out. <laughs> FantasyNational.com slash Mayo, too, for 20% off. If you want to get in, now's a great time to get the monthly, or the, yeah, the monthly membership, because you get your 20% off, and it'll take you through the Travelers, which I think is another elevated event. So you get the U.S. Open, then Travelers within, like, this month, because there's a lot going on this month. Yeah. I love this month because, I mean, a couple this, things, but I love Memorial. And I love U.S. Open. It's two of my favorite tournaments. Can- you don't love the Canadian Open? I'm a Canadian, but I, people know us. I talk shit about hockey. I talk stuff about all kinds of Canadian favorites. Not a big poutine guy. I don't care. Like I'm with you on that, but last year's tournament was one of the better tournaments of the year. It was awesome, but it was, a, <laughs> it was an interesting setup. We'll see what happens this year, but last year was because live at the same time. We had all the best players that went to the Canadian Open all rise to the exact top, the JT, Rory, Finau, down Scheffler. the stretch. Yeah, yeah, him too. But I mean, the three of them specifically, that group was just awesome. And then the way it went down to the wire and Rory getting the job done again with all the Canadians behind him and everything, just, it was an excellent event. It's just not what I'm saying, my favorites of this month, Memorial and US Open, for sure my favorite too. Yeah, this is a fantastic stretch because I really do love Colonial as well. It's like just to watch, it's a course that I know so mm-hmm. well. It's been around forever. And I do like that it brings... It doesn't bring everyone into play because there's just some shitty guys in the field. Playing Michael Block this week? No. He's, he's going to be like 0% owned. Oh, well, I know game, that. Right? For anyone who thinks this guy's going to be super owned because of the storyline, <laughs> it's not how DFS works anymore. I'm, I just, the, he's at $6,900. There's other guys around him. Will the, you mean there's real players who are $500 cheaper? Will the fairy tale continue? Maybe because everyone's off of them, but I just, I don't care. A big part of the success, I think, of the Canadian Open last year and what it's going to be moving forward is just not playing at Glen Abbey, which is a terrible course. Yes. Like, every time it's not at Glen Abbey, it's a fantastic tournament. 
We need to get back to my. I know they're having the President's Cup in Montreal, but I love that course. Royal Montreal, there's yeah. water everywhere. We'll be at the President's Cup. We're doing it. For sure. 100%. Yeah. I'm committed to that no matter what. I looked at a the place that I was looking at for all of us to stay. Mm-hmm. I was going to try to get like a big house. We could fit like eight people in it. And we could set up one of the rooms with the guy. Bring, like bring my, all the gear. Bring all my gear with me. We can do shows live from there. It was pretty close to the course. They've uh, amended how much it costs. Of course. But yeah. I think there's no there's no ceiling. We have to just do it. Yeah, well, we can look at other places. Yeah, we're, we're, we have, I have to, to find. have to find we'll have to ba- like see and check it out. But I'm saying we have. I don't care where it's. It's, it's going to be happening. Maybe that can be one of the giveaways that we do for that time in 2024. Come hang with us. That's going to be a good time, man. Except for if I don't you. like you, you're out. Yeah, you get to hang. <laughs> you're in if you're in. We'll let you know. Asterix, asterix, star, star. One and done. What are we for doing here? Colonial. Just trying to take a look at what we have available to us right now. We need to come back. What? What? Okay. First off, takes on last week. We, we avoided Brooks because we knew he was 98% and everyone would be able to play him. And, and that's everyone did play him. And every, what did he go down to? Do you know? I know it won't show because he's not here at this one probably, but do you remember what he was for ownership last week? Uh, I didn't end up checking it after. I was so tilted by all of it, but. I don't know how to go back and look at last week. He, I don't, yeah. I don't Rory know. was, we were right about Rory. He was only 4% and he was mm-hmm. T7. Like we did fine. It's just Brooks, I think was 21% owned. Like he was over Definitely. 20% owned and he won. He was the highest owned guy and he won. When that happens, you're fucked either way. Do you think we double down at the US Open and avoid him again? Because everyone's taking I, the I US think that Open we have if they to, didn't already. I, or do I, we have to take him because it's definitely the best other spot and the only other spot that we probably... No, 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 no. no. You, you can use him at the Open Championship once he flames out at the US Open. We need to be using the Kings of California. So we're using Homa, we're using Rom, or we're using Morikawa. If, do we have Rom still? I don't think so. I was going to say. No, we used Rom at API. Like yeah, we, we thought we were winning the whole tournament with the whole uh, one and so, done win. So that here's happened, who so. we do not have available. We have used Scheffler. We have used Finau. We've used Morikawa. We've used Homa and Burns and Siwu, who did us pretty good with a second place finish two weeks ago. Available to us. We can use Victor at the U.S. Open, I suppose. Victor, Spieth, Sungjae, Rose, Fleetwood, Fowler, Henley. I think we use Spieth. I just jammed Spieth. I was just about to say, I just jammed Spieth. <laughs> Not to make the conversation quick, but I'm just, it's, I don't Where know. Where else are we going to use them? I think you could use them lots of places. But sure, but th- if there's any, like, we just look at the rest of the schedule. Just take it. It's the top 10 with upside is what you're hoping for because his history here is basically a top 10 or better. If it doesn't happen, so be it. But at least we used a guy that we have a, a good expectation of here at this course. And I think there are better spots for some of those other guys. We could use, like, the Henleys of the world or do, like, I used Henley an hour one. I also just don't want to pick between, like, the Rose, Fleetwood, Kirk grouping where everyone's trying to guess. The, the good thing about the Spieth situation here, so what's Spieth's ownership? And uh, one and done? Ha- what's how left? much has he been used? Yeah, how much left? How many people have him left? 42% of players, or sorry, 48% of players have him left. So, he, yeah, what do you think? Like, he gets to 20 here? 18? May- maybe. 15 to 18, let's well, say? You don't think that people are using Cam Davis? That's Cam what Davis I'm saying. There's probably people, the highest People are going down the board here, and this is going to be a similar conversation when we get into the Scheffler conversation. We've had this in recent weeks as well. For whatever reason, when Rom is a big favorite, everyone just piles on. When it's or like Cantlay in an event where he's the only guy, but when Scheffler has any type of competition around him, he gets held in check to a number of like 30 to 35 instead of that 45 to 50 in DFS. In one and done, I think the same thing's happening here. Spieth would be a lot more ownership if there wasn't all these other names that are gonna that people are gonna guess on and keep him down. So I have no problem just going to him, taking it, and moving on. Almost like the Rory situation last week, it was a horrible, really, I thought a horrible week. 
for Rory. And what was it? A T7. Yeah, he, he had $600,000 in winnings. Right. And so here you go speed. Uh, like, again, who knows? But a horrible week would be, what, a 12th or a 10th? And it, it sucks, but it's you're looking like thinking that's kind of like hopefully your floor and upside. Anything can happen. It's golf. But I'm saying that's why I feel better about it. And him being held in check a little bit could be another reason why. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. DraftKings picks for the week. Once again, fantasynational.com slash mayo. The monthly is the one that you want to get in on right now because if you do it today, you'll get all of Colonial and it'll take you through June 24th, which means you got the U.S. Open and Travelers, both. I mean, the major is obviously an elevated event, but the Travelers is also an elevated event. So you get three elevated events in that time, and you get this weekend, you get the Canadian Open. It might actually go back through. You know what? Why don't you, if you want to get down, yeah, if you want to do it now, you get the Travelers. If you do it on uh, Saturday, you get the next tournament as well, whatever the hell comes after. That's sneaky, Scottish. Sneaky marketing. Scottish comes after. Yeah, I like that. Because it's an actual like month on the calendar. Yeah. And May is 31 days. Love the Scottish, so you get the too, extra, by the way. Get the extra. It's getting so good right now. I know we're getting to the end of the season, so it obviously makes sense. But honestly, I, a lot of these tournaments are my favorites of the year. Before you go to the start of the season, which you and I talked about when I like Torrey Pines and all the set, Riv and all those places that we get at the start of the season, this is definitely next best to me. Yeah, the stretch from the PGA Championship to the Open is the best two months of golf. Love it. And like the between the Masters and the PGA Championship is the worst run of golf. It's just yes. horrible. Yeah, <laughs> horrible. I agree. One hundred percent Scheffler for me this week, which does make sense. Going also with your thought process around not wanting to just jam in on the bet. The why not try and win the twenty five, fifty k, hundred k, whatever it is you're playing in, by just getting him in a bunch of combinations. 
And like I said earlier, and I'll say it now in, in full rights, this is setting it up, is like with Finau, Hovland, Kawa, Homa, Spieth, all those guys underneath him, it looks like it's holding his ownership in check to like a 30, 30 to 30. 35 range. If you've got to put a bigger range on it, because it's hard to tell, then what could have been a 40 plus type range. Say it that way. So Scheffler, Michael Block, easy game. Five of six. Five. <laughs> I mean, hopefully the other guys come through. But, uh, but just to... I think that the Scheffler reasoning of why the ownership isn't like 50% is everyone's talking themselves into like their bets this mm-hmm. week, whether it be Cam Davis or Justin Rose or Fleetwood, that if you play Scheffler, you can't, you can play maybe one of those guys. But yeah. I, I want to play all five of them. I'm just like, I'm not playing any Finau. I'm not playing any Hovland. I'm not playing any Homa. I'll see if I can make Scotty Collin lineups, Scotty Spieth lineups, no Burns, no Sungjae, no Rose. Maybe Fleetwood as a second man in, maybe Siwoo as a second man in, maybe Henley as a second man in, but even then, so got to make sure Scheffler's in there. Yeah, I think Scotty Spieth lineups are a pretty common start. I can see that. When people are going that way, like it's just pretty obvious it sets up and you can easily afford it. Also, what are we down to, 119 with Svensson out? Yeah. So well, did no one got his spot? I don't, I think it's just invitational only, right? So it just goes down, I'm pretty sure. What was it? I don't think it matters. It's yeah. either 120 or 119. So guys are making the cut here. It's the smallest field of the year of a cut event. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. But yeah, yeah, that's what I'm seeing, 119. So either way, the Stars and Scrubs effect, which is also interesting when you go back to Scotty on why he's not even higher, because if you can just easily fit him with the Stars and Scrubs, considering there's a lot of guys in the 6K range that people at least are talking about or want to talk about. But the other thing I'm noticing too, Pat, just talking ownership quick, is that not too many guys are getting... Heavy ownership this week. So let's see. Per, per lineups that have been generated so far, and we're up around like the 7,000 range right now for this week. That'll be like 30,000 by the end of tonight. But Scheffler, Fleetwood, Rose, Finau, Vic, Spieth, Morikawa, Sungjae. That's how like the top is going. And none of the like the, the highest owned guy who's not above like Ricky's I have projected coming in around 15% at 8,900. Everyone else above him in ownership is above him in price okay. as well. So it's showing you're doing Scheffler and one of these guys or the complete balance of the three 9Ks or starting with Morikawa, whatever it might be. After that, I got Grio, Davis, Bez, Jagger, Buckley, and then Todd coming in. Carson Young at $6,300. I could be double-digit ownership. I, I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah, that would be my... T- I mean, the first take is not bold at all. People think If people think Block is going to be owned, he's not. No, so if I, you want to play him, play I, him. No one's saying not to play him because it's this fairy tale story and I, ownership. I I'm have Block at 0.6%. Don't play him because there's other guys around him that are, have been and are way better than him. And if he just continues the storyline, then that's great. That's People are already talking about making the movie for what? Like, it's a fantastic story. But the guy came 15, like he made the major for next season. He had a hole in one. one. He had yeah, a- it's a, it's not, I don't think it's going to a movie. Like someone said, 30 for 30, maybe. Cool story. Awesome story. Yes, but it has nothing to do with our play for this week. There's guys around him like, again, you can make fun of it, but like Stallings, Aaron Rye, Sepp Straka, Nate Lashley. There's guys that have just been playing lots of good tournaments, lots of good golf, and, and better players that they've gone up against and been f- just fine. So I think that we're we're set up there. But the other one I have is that the Carson Young thing is not getting out of hand as much as people think. Like, I don't think it's fully carrying over. I, I could easily see him still being like 3 to 5% here. Okay. I'm it, not, it's possible. Maybe, I'm not maybe, he, gets, maybe he gets to 5 to 8, but I'm saying I, I wasn't that interested either way. I think there's other guys around him that you could play just as fine. Maybe your boy Grayson Sig. 
You, you like a well, good why, Sig? Why, why is he? I mean, I like Sigs, but I don't know if I like. That's Grayson. why. I, mean, I don't like, I don't like Grayson Sigs so much. No, you, you can play other guys down there though. Should we play Putnam? He's one that I'm worried. I'm not worried about it as much as just saying I think his ownership isn't showing what it's supposed to. So I'd go the other way on him from what the two points I just made on Block and Young. Where's uh, Where's Putnam at again? I think he's 70. 71. That's what it was. So at first I was showing like five to five to seven percent, like a smaller range. Now I'm actually seeing it lean closer towards ten. You playing Cam Davis? Very. Uh, I'm not. Crossing him off. Yeah, I'll have a lot of lineups, so if he's in some, but it'll be way, way under the field because I, I said this even on uh, Monday with Kenny. I bet him right away, and then I said that on the, the show. He's probably a better bet than a play in DFS, and if you go look at the reasoning, it's not just the ownership. It's more so the range that's around him. When you go see Cam Davis right now, it's what? He's looking to be 20 to... I'm seeing 20%, give or take, and you've got other guys around him like Henley, Bounce Back, Denny McCarthy... Tom Hoagie, Minwoo Lee, K.H. Lee, Brian Harmon. There, there's a lot of guys in there that you could play that just don't be don't seem to be getting the same ownership as him. I'm going to bet Billy Horschel, 150 to 1. I wrote it down. Five places. How big do you go? Uh, 15, 15. All right. He pays like 2,400 bucks or something like that if he wins, and you know I get a decent amount on the back end. Like four hundred bucks, he comes inside. Sometimes the you just get that feeling, though, like the last minute, where you're like, "Man, maybe I should just hammer this spot." Like, what am I doing? Looking at all these other numbers. I mean, I'm not like, going to hammer the spot, but even just looking at his numbers right now, I wasn't aware of this. Like, his off the tee is horrendous. His par four scoring is horrendous. But he is fifth in the field from 100 to 125 over the past 24 rounds. What if you just put like a zero, like 150, 150? and just try on, it on that, and just try it? Yeah. I mean, if it, that was going to be the case, I'd probably just bet Scheffler. I might do it just for fun. Do it. Go for 150, it. 150, 150 on 150 to you should one. Do, you should do that on the each way of that treble that I gave you. The Scheffler, Bright. That probably has a better chance of winning. <laughs> Take him out. Just put him in for Scheffler and double it and go with that. Yeah. yeah well, and then you Hors- win millions. Horschel and Sink. You millions if you end up winning. That'd be a lot. Ben Ann should be pretty good here, too. Looking at it at 7900 bucks. Would you rather play Siwoo or Fleetwood? I like Siwoo. I think I like Siwoo better, too. I like Chris Kirk. I like Kirk. Even with getting... Like, he's a guy that I can see coming in, like, 12 to 15 range, and that's fine. Like, I honestly think that's fine. Um, didn't Kirk win the Valspar? No, he won no, Honda. No, Taylor Moore won the Valspar. He won Honda. He won Honda. Sorry, yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, was just trying to put something together there as well. Also, you saw... Justin Rose's ownership is getting more than what you'd think, too, I think, right? You said that? I have Justin Rose I have, at... like, 20 now. Where the hell is he now? I'm going to sort by this. Justin Rose is at, I have him 19%. Yeah, I have him 21, so we're about the same. Burns is the guy that no one is using from the top. And by no one using Homa and Burns, they'll probably be right around 10%. Yeah, and it gets, uh, you know, it's the squeeze, puts the squeeze on Spieth. Spieth is not getting squeezed. He's the guy getting the ownership there. But I'm saying if you take the guys above and below him, you have Homa, who has more wins than... Pretty much everyone, maybe Finau and Scheffler are up there, of course, but then going beneath that, I mean, Burns at his time, but you're putting him in the lineup too. Burns, when he had his run, I'm saying, had the wins as well, like Homa did, but those guys have a lot more wins than most in these ranges. Like Fleetwood literally has never won. By the way, Siwoo is the play. On the PGA Tour. I, I, I'm seeing Siwoo at like 6%. Yeah, he, I, I've got I got seven to ten, so yeah, we're in the same range. But he's going to be half the ownership of Fowler. He's going to be behind Kirk. He's going to be behind Henley. 
that that's fine. I'll take Siwoo. What about the the one you mentioned a little bit? I think, but the Sung J M bounce back. The travel definitely could have affected him last week. Maybe could have, or he could have just played like shit. He was playing so good though, and he is so sound. His game is so solid that it just feels like a spot too to go back to at ninety five hundred. Like, would you rather go back to Sung J, Fowler, or Henley? All none. What's what's your thoughts on those three? Like Fowler missed on the number and yeah. still played okay. Henley, we could have argued. I think you actually made the point last week that it's kind of interesting that, you know, like I liked him and you were like, yeah, do you like him? Or is it that, you know, the numbers look good from the Masters and the RBC, but he hasn't really played that much golf to apply. So it made sense on that, the travel on Sungjae. But of those three, M, Fowler, Henley, how do you feel about those guys? I think I like Henley the best. Okay. Just because, like, when you factor in the price point that goes along with him, and he's going to be one of the lower-owned of the top-end guys, even to look back at what he did last week, he had a horrendous punting week. Gained almost four strokes in two rounds with his irons. Like, the irons have been on point. Yeah. I don't love him this week. I don't love him either. Like, but I like I, Siwoo better. I, I like M, Henley, Fowler in that order, I think. I like Fowler a little more to start the week, and this is sort of, you know, as the content goes throughout the week, you see, but... When the ownership is trending with it, it's not because of the ownership so much as now, like you said, when you have Kirk, Siwoo, Henley, McCarthy, guys all right there that I'm okay with and everyone seems to be going to Fowler, Davis, I just think there's too many other guys around them that are just as good, if not better, plays. All right, so let's build a lineup then. Let's start. And we'll throw in, let's build a non-Scheffler lineup to see what like what happens when you don't use Scheffler. Like I said, I'm using 100% Scheffler. I think people so. just start with Spieth then. You think people start with Spieth? Or yeah. do they start with Finau, Hovland, or Morikawa? I still think they Cause start. Because those guys are garnering ownership. Like 18%, yeah. 18%, 18%, Spieth, 18%. Finau one. always garners ownership no matter what. So, I mean, I definitely could see him getting, even if it's 17 to 20, it actually could lean more towards 18 to 21 or 20, 20 to 23, like in that range where you could actually see a trend higher. Just because when people are moving off Scheffler, that is a thing. But I definitely think the other factor is that Spieth, you can still make really good lineups with, and he just looks like the course history guy that people would go to. I'm getting texts from Moose about playing in something with him when I go visit him in Minnesota mm-hmm. uh, about like my handy, like my actual like golf handicap, which right. I like. What are you gonna tell him? Well, I just track my scores like through a system. I sent that to him. He's like, "What system is this?" Like, I don't know. It's whatever I punch my fucking scores into. Yeah, he's gonna say you're sandbagging when really you're just trying. To I'm, say not, I'm not. That I mean, good. I'm definitely I'm not sandbagging. I'm just trying to play golf. Yeah, yeah like I, I just, yeah. I play. Mark against, me down I, for whatever. I, You'll see how bad I play I am against I play. my buddies. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's what I shoot when I go out. Yeah, I don't need to like care. I'm not. I'm not trying to join the pro tour over here. No, I thought you were. Yeah, I was. I hope. I wish. <laughs> I wish I could join the pro tour. Unfortunately, these scores would indicate that I'm not super close. Yeah. To that happening. So let's start with Spieth then. What can you do with Spieth? Spieth at 99. If you start with Spieth, I think it's pretty clear that probably Fleetwood is next or Rose. Yeah, I think something like that. Because you can still go Spieth, Fleetwood, and a guy like, let's just use Cam Davis as the example, and you still have almost 7,500 left per at 74.33 average. All right, so Spieth, Fleetwood, Cam Davis, and then we have the 74 left per ownership. I guess Grillo? Yeah, it would be Grillo, Bez... Carson Young. Yeah, I don't even know if you need that much money. You don't even need that much. You can get down to 6,900. But if you go Grio, Grio, Bez. It's probably like Grio. Block. block. Yeah, Grio, yeah. Bez, Block. Easy. It's probably Lashley, actually, of those guys. Or Reeve. But to speak. say it, it's probably more like Grio, Buckley, Palmer. Is, is Palmer going to be that popular? It shows no. Another one I have a hard time believing because Palmer, play Palmer in Texas. Two great results recently, popping in some of the projection sites. 
You see what he did at the U.S. Open qualifier. People thought that meant something. The bets on him at 125, like even I bet him, I mentioned. So I could see people going to that one, but we can try different angles. I just thought that would be the one I'd... Based on your original ownership, it would look like it would land somewhere in that range. Yeah, so I went Grio, Bez, Lashley, just because I think the Grio and Bez are going to be pretty highly owned. Then you could swap Lashley with Reeve at $6,900 if you wanted to. Or you can take those guys out and go back up into the eights because I think that Jagger is going to carry a bunch of ownership. Yeah, you will. So you have Jagger, you have Spieth, Fleetwood, Davis, Jagger. Then you have $7,100 left per player. And then you can get in that like Eric Cole range, uh, Ryan Palmer range. Or it's like Buckley, Lashley. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that one projected Buck, the Buck and Lashley? Too. There you go. That's that that's probably a lineup. Like, you know, Spieth, Fleetwood, Davis, Steven Jagger, Hayden Buckley, Nate Lashley. And then again, if people go Reevee over Lashley, whatever, the, that's up to you. But I'm saying that's where I could see people landing. Okay. That's fun. What happens if you take Lashley out and go to Young? Get your guy Carson Young in there. Is that, I'm, I'm not even using him here. <laughs> Is there anyone from the bottom that you would use besides Carson Young? Uh, Yeah. Let me see here. Just one sec. So that gets you. You can swap that and go Buckley, Lashley to Kirk Kitayama, Carson Young. Do you like Kitayama this week? I bet him. You liked him last week and he came through for you. Yeah, I did. And that worked. But uh, I didn't like Cam Davis enough last week. So going back to it, though, Kitayama, 7,900, I think he's fine. That the, the problem is there's other guys there. But got to wait and see how the ownership shakes out. Early in the week, it showed people going to Kitayama and not Brendan Todd. Now, now it's, it's flipped. flipped so... There's guys there, though, and that's that's the other factor. Guys down low, though, you're talking about the 6K range? Yeah. Posted a bunch in the tidbits today. I honestly feel like the winning lineup's in there. I, I sneakily put Scotty as the the final GIF at the bottom just so people could see that he is in the mix. Scotty's in there, so if you think he's winning. But uh, who's I going to mention to you? So Zach Johnson? No. Sure? No. My dad's guy, Kevin Tway. Tway's good, Really good write-up on him in the, in the tidbits. I thought somebody had that was solid that I liked. Um, Robbie Shelton? 6,400, it's boom bust, but I'm definitely going to take some shots there. I think at 6,400, he's got the upside. Uh, Mark Hubbard, Lee Hodges. Pearson Cootie. No, can't do it again. Maybe, though. You you, you love playing that guy. I, I really don't. <laughs> you, you like talking about that I guy. I do like talking about you him. You like talking true. like that guy. Let's put it that way. Uh, talking about what in my mind. What about Eckroad at 67? Yep. He's in the he's in the tibbets today. He made it. He's another guy that's actually he played great at the qualifier. He played. It's funny though. Like that's the thing. It goes right to Carson Young, but Ekro just did the same thing. Didn't Ekro just play very well two weeks ago in he, Texas? Yeah, he came second. Yeah, like that to across me across town. I I just don't see it translating myself yet. But then I guess some other places show him four to five percent. So there's again there's other guys there. What about Norin? Somebody talked about him, and I it, thought that was, was Jeff. Jeff was talking about him. That's what it was, Feinberg. He was just so mad that he was behind Michael Block in pricing. That's what it was, yeah. But 6,800 for Norrin seems pretty light. When was the last time Norrin played well? Don't care. He's price, missed, four, to, he's missed four cuts in a row. Yeah, boom bust. You missed, even, where's the boom? You missed I, cuts I guess, to okay, Here's your boom on Norrin. He's missed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of his past nine, eight of his past ten starts he's missed the cut. In his two performances where he's finished inside the top 15, Houston and Valero, both in Texas. It's also just like, is he done? You just throw him in the garbage because those missed cuts? He's never going to play golf good again? I don't know. You might wait for him to like make a cut. Yeah, I'm not going to wait. I like to find out before others do, and that's how you get to the top. So <laughs> I'm going to play him. And uh, 
There was one more, the Reevee call people were on. I, I said Hubbard, but yeah, you mentioned uh, Wu. You bet him. Oh, I, I liked Dylan Wu 6,600, yeah. And then he makes, I mean, Batia and Wu make the Scheffler lineups like very doable, which I'm a big fan of. How high are you on Batia? Very. It's great. Although he might miss eight three-foot putts in the round. Yeah, he, he, might- he is the ultimate team no-putt guy. Except he's sort of like J.B. Holmes, is that once every 10 tournaments, he'll gain like six strokes putting. Like he did in Mexico. If he does that. I mean, he definitely could be underpriced for his talent from some of the stuff we've seen from him. But when you look at it from that perspective, it's also like if that ownership, I'm seeing like four to seven right now, and it's trending to the higher side, where again, in this range, there's just too many guys around him. Do you, do you think that people will really get to 7% Batia? No, but I'm saying it's if it's four to seven and he's trending on the higher side, it just makes it to me that much worse. Yeah, but it's not that much worse. You always say, hey, but who are the guys that you can see being $10,000 next year? That's, the, that's the argument to be made he, for he's him. He's the guy. Yeah. Definitely makes sense from that perspective. But for me, like I said, there's a lot of other guys down here that I could play instead. I'll play Hubbard as well. So I'll play Wu, Hubbard, Ekrot, Batia, Ben Martin, Paul, yes. Patton Kazire. Uh Look at look at the course history. Oh here. no! Listen, I've I've seen and it. And the with irons him. woke up at Byron Nelson. Maybe he keeps that form. <laughs> Throw him in the pool. Sixty five hundred bucks. Is Kevin Streelman dead? Is he just a corpse at this point? Well, you just told me Alex Norton was, so it must be the case. Let's see. I, I haven't even I haven't seen. He actually came top twenty at Wells Fargo. Interesting. <laughs> and there you go. A lot a lot of chipping in for old Kevin Streelman at Wells Fargo. What about Nick Taylor, JT Poston? You love those guys. Same guys you brought up last week. Yeah, Nick Taylor's been fine, though. And Nick Taylor bombed in round two. Yeah, but I'm saying when you're at 7,200, I don't have much to consider. Everyone's playing Eric Cole or Ryan Palmer right there. You've got guys around him that are legitimate, or Buckley. There's all these other guys that you could play instead. I guess so. I mean, I don't really like this range at all. I think feel like they're all the same guy. and maybe so Let's go to the Scotty lineup. This will help us find yeah. some stuff out. Let's, so- let's go to the Scotty lineup. Scotty Wu Batia. Okay, Scotty Wu Batia. This is what you said makes it all work. And people are at least playing and some. That, and now you have $8,400. So you can stick in that 8K range, which I don't love. And it does seem like Spieth is going to be paired up with him a lot. But I want to go Siwoo as my next man in. Okay. At 9K. So now we have $8,100 per player. Like if you, I mean, if you love, you could probably do, what's Bez? Bez is 77. That gets you to 85. You have Hoagie, Minwoo, KH Lee, or Harmon, which is a pocket of players no one is playing, by the way. That's what I was trying to find here. If you could get, like, what's the common version is probably Cam Davis. Oh, yeah. Cam, throw Cam Davis in this. And but just, then you land on 7,600. Yeah, you play Spawn. I like Spawn, so that actually works out for me. Just if you don't want to play Cam Davis, so then you go to I mean, th- this becomes a whole lot easier if you use, like, Nate Lashley. All right, let's do that. Let's take out Spawn and Davis and go down to Lashley. And then you have 9,300. You could use Rose or Fleetwood or Kirk or whoever the hell you want. Then you go Scheffler, Siwoo, Fleetwood, Wu, Batia, Lashley. be an interesting way to use Fleetwood. As second man in, but Well, with, with we're Scheffler. stacking in Kim. Because even if people are going Scotty Fleetwood instead of Scotty Spieth, how many are then stacking in Siwoo? Yeah. Probably not many. So I, I also like Harris English this week. So what's funny, when I was doing the tidbits, I was like trying to avoid him because it's like, I don't know how much I love him. And I was trying to put guys that at least have a little bit of interest in. And I and if it's interesting that I'm reading on them, the whole point is the tidbit. 
but he just kept popping up in every single one. So eventually I had to put him in near the end. I was like, all right, there's like six of the seven guys that or 10 guys that are on him. I have to pop him in, but I, you know, what do you like about him? Kind of like, what's your thoughts on him? I, I just like that. He, I mean, he has, he has played well in Texas. He's played well at this course in particular when he does his best work. It's typically at these shorter type courses, be it travelers, Sony heritage. That's where he kind of, does all of his good work. Mm -hmm. Mayakoba is another one where he's experienced a ton of success. And even to go back and look at last week, like he didn't drive the ball well at all. He didn't chip the ball well at all. And he's someone who historically, like he lost around the green and on the green. It's a major championship. He's up against the best, but those are usually two parts of his game where he excels. He is not a good driver, but he hits a lot of fairways. He's really good at Wells. Uh, yeah, he lost 2.2 strokes off the tee at Wells Fargo. Gained 7.5 on approach. So he's gained on approach in his past two starts. And what I want to see, like when we talk about like a turnaround, mm-hmm. like what I would like to see from Norin. Now, if you were ahead of the curve on him, then yeah, you, you spiked his third place finish at Wells Fargo. You were right. But he had lost with his irons in five, six of his past seven events. And then boom, he spikes at 7.5 at Wells Fargo. But he kept that going last week. Like he gained with his irons in his two rounds. And that's what I want to see here. Like, if you can't hit your irons and you can't make any putts, like, I don't really want you here. Mm -hmm. Because that's essentially what this entire tournament is, to try to get to the top. So, uh, that's why I like Harris English. That I've seen him do it at this course before. It's the style, of course, that he plays well. And the irons are coming back to life. Now, if he loses two strokes around the green, two strokes putting, he's going to miss the cut. But that's not something he normally does. And of that stretch of the past eight tournaments, on three separate occasions, he's gained more than five strokes putting. He fits these lineups, too. That's what I was asking because let me give you a 2v2 if you have to pick this one. It's same money. You can go Brian Harmon and Fleetwood, or you can go Steven Yeager and Rose. I am not. I don't have any interest in playing any four of those guys. Wow. No I mean, Fleetwood, I guess, because I, I mentioned Fleetwood. But, like, Fleetwood and Rose are the same to me. I'll, I'll stick with Fleetwood, but... And then Harmon over Yeager. Yeah, but, I mean, I would probably just use Bez over... Harmon, even though he's way cheaper, which then gets me up to, like, Spieth. Let's see what it gets you. Spieth would go... No, it gets you to Sam Burns. All right, that's good enough. So you can go Scotty, Burns. Actually kind of in- intrigued by that. And then you go to Harris English, Bez, Batia Wu. Harris English, Bez. And your guys at the bottom. Do you need to do that? That's what the money works out to. Scotty Burns. Oh, okay, I see. English Bez keeps you in that mid-upper 7K range versus... See, what what I thought, and I'll see how this works out, because when I was just filling out the previous lineup that I had in and making those adjustments to it, I still had Siwoo in it. Mm-hmm. And if you could find someone, like, in the mid-sixes, you can make that work, too. So what do you have right now? Scotty, Siwoo, English. Let's see, now I have to go replay. Bez, Batiwoo. No, 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 that... With uh, Burns. So Scotty Burns Siwoo. Mm. And then you need to find something at the very bottom end. So you know English, no Bez. You put in Siwoo with Burns and Scheffler, and you have $6,500. If there's anyone down there that you do like, like Paul's guy, Kazire, fits this perfectly. Boom, easy lineup. How are you getting to this? Scotty Siwoo Burns. Yeah, Batia Wu Kazire. Oh, okay. Batia. I thought you said Bez. Batia, Wu, Kazire. All right. And that could be Ekroth. That could be Lashley. That could be whoever it is that you prefer from down there. 
I will say this. I don't like this lineup, but I like this roster construction. Of Scotty, two nines, and three sixes? Yes, and the reason I'll say is because this is the thing. The common theme this week is, oh, it's a, the, what I said earlier. It's the it's the 119 guys. It's stars and scrubs week. Scotty, and there's plenty of dudes you can play, blah, blah, blah. But how aggressive will people take it? You, you know what I mean? They'll add one. They'll, add, they'll do what you did. Batia Wu feels pretty good. Or like a Carson Young, Batia, and then go up. How many people are going to go Batia Wu and stack in Kazire? skip the entire 7, 8, and 10K range to get two 9Ks and a Scotty. And if it turns into something like that, where those it is just the ultimate cream at the top, does rise to the top with Scotty, kind of a RBC, or sorry, yeah, Canadian Open style, where the eight guys at the top are the ones that drive up, you're going to need some trio of those guys with the ones at the bottom, because some of these guys at the bottom are going to hit. So the other way you could do that is you could play a 2v2, Burns and Kazire versus Carson Young and Spieth which I like better. Even fair? though I don't love Carson Young, I just like Spieth. Yeah. Actually, that projected better than... Well, let's see. Might be our best one yet. Yeah, that projects as the best one yet. Which, again, it's the projections. I get it, but I'm saying the one thing I look at when I, I see that is about does that ro- can that roster construction make sense and shows that the points are at the top. That's what everyone's expecting. Obviously, the betting odds reflect that, everything there. So like I said, if you get that trio correct at the top of the guys that make it to the end then you can get more aggressive that way and most people are probably setting limits or if they're hand building very unlikely to go more than two 6k guys i'm good with going three 6k guys i think it's fine i definitely agree that's what i I just don't see a big difference like we see this in tournaments all the time that what is the big differentiation between i mean sh kim at 7200 and carson young at 63 there is none right it's the same thing, yeah. And you said it too earlier when we went down to that bottom seven k. You're like, ah, I just don't really love this area. Like, do you do you have to love the Nick Taylors, the Postons, the Coles, all those guys? I have love for some of these guys, but I'm saying I think you can tell by the ownership with Grillo, with Buckley, with Palmer, with some of these guys that are getting love. Uh, Putnam, like we said, has kind of flipped a little bit where it looks like it's leaning to the higher side now. Clearly, what people are doing is landing there, and here's why. Back to how you figure it out when you go Scotty, Spieth. Guess what your average is? 7150 for your final four players. Very easy just to pick a 6K guy and land there or think you're getting aggressive by picking two 6K guys and saying, oh, I'm good with that. Whatever gets there, gets there. I'm just saying that's why you won't see as many people go the route that we just talked about. So here's the list. Because If I'm going to use Scotty at the top, I really do need to mix and match. I can't just mm-hmm. be, hey, I'm all in on Scotty, Wu, and Batia. I mean, I could. Be. I think when you're all in on Scotty, it's fine, and then you'll have guys picked up at forty well, percent well, or thirty five percent. Well, yeah, that's, but pool, I mean, like, when I say all in, I mean if I have a hundred percent chef, I, I probably shouldn't be playing eighty percent Batia and eighty percent Wu. It's probably best to diversify a little bit in the six thousand dollar range. Yeah, because as you said, they're all basically the same guy. Mm-hmm. You just need to be able to hit it. So I'll go Carson Young, Kazire, Hubbard, Wu, Ekrot, Batia, Ben Martin, Lashley, Reby. Ben Martin's the guy we didn't talk about before. That was I, I like popping on my side too, I, and then I, I didn't really know why. What, what was your take on him? I just to, to, to quote Brick from uh, yesterday's show. The numbers, the numbers told me I should play Ben Martin. I do like that. Third and fairways, he ranks out ninth overall over the past twenty-four rounds for me. Hubbard, I might throw my guy Shelton in one if I'm building one here. Bob, big Bobby Shelton. Here would be my trio down low. So Hubbard, Ben Martin, and Shelton. Plugging in Scotty at the top, it leaves me 93.50. Now let me see what I want to do. If I want to put Finau in for the double stud, 
it lands me on 8,000. I need an, I want to get $100 to get my guy Jaeger bombs. So let me go back down. But I don't want to do Carson Young. I'm going to go Sig instead of Shelton. How much was Shelton? 6,400. So it, the answer is what people will do is Carson Young. I'm just not trying to go him because I'm already getting Jaeger and some guys like that in there that have ownership. But yeah, this one still projects pretty well. It's only about seven points behind the one we just did. And it's a Scotty Finau, Jaeger, Martin Hubbard Sig. Hmm. This is interesting looking back at these results. He had a very poor Valero and a very poor PGA Championship. Those are two very long courses. He actually played pretty well at Wells Fargo. But to look back at like where he has played well recently, short course Bermuda, 11th. Short course Mayakoba yeah, came 8th. Short course RSM Classic came 10th. Honda short course came 10th. Player short course came 6th, all gaining a ton on approach over this time. So a $6,200 David Lingerer. No, thank you. How come? I don't know. I just like other guys in the range better. He's another guy, though. He has well, who are the other guys in the range that you like better at 6,200? Well, again, he... you don't need to go there because you can just play the guys at 63, like I was talking about. Shelton, Sig. I could play my guy Tyler Duncan at the exact same price, who I prefer always. Um, David Lipsky, my draft from earlier in the season. Dad's guy, Kevin Tway. I would definitely play all these guys instead. And then another guy, this is in the tidbits, um, Lee Aldrich had this on, on Twitter. I, I think it's, uh, I forget what his Twitter is. Check him out. But he's at the bottom, number 10 in the tidbits. And Justin Lower at 6,100. Guy makes putts. He's at 6,100. You can take a shot down here. So I've got a little bit of interest in those guys. But the one you had me on when you set me up on it, if I had taken Finau down to M, going back to that Scotty Finau lineup. So now what it looks like is Scotty, Sungjae bounce back, Steven Yeager, my guy, Mark Hubbard, the guy you kind of sold me on, Ben Martin. Now I can play Lucas Herbert, like you mentioned earlier, or Patrick Rogers if you want to take a shot there. But I kind of like the Herbert play and plug him in. Okay. I mean, you're the only guy in the world with that lineup, so that's good. Yeah, that's right. Let me go off, though, Jaeger for a second. Who's the other guy you said earlier at the match play? Spawn. Spawn, Spawn yeah. Scotty crushes match play. Now, who else is good at match play? Lingmurth. I'm taking Sungjae out. I'm taking Ben Martin. I'm taking Hubbard. I'm getting uh, Burns in. I still have 68.50. Who are some? Is there any other cheap guys here that did well at the match play that you can remember? That are 68.50? No. No, like anywhere down there, even. I mean, most of these guys have never qualified for the match. What about play. in the 7K range? In the sevens, Straka. I, I can't remember if he played well at the match play or not. Maybe not this time around, but I think he has in the past. And then Ekrote, you just take a shot. Should we look? I mean, Horschel, 74, Mr. Match Play. Yeah, let's do that. Should we look at what? Should we be looking at Straka a little bit harder, considering he gained over 10 strokes on approach last week? Yeah, I mean, he definitely is fine there at 7,000. I've got no issues with him. I know uh, Kenny was loving him on Monday when we talked about it, and I think, you know, just from some of the stuff from last week. I'm throwing Lingmurth in the pool, by the way. But just a note on that lineup. <laughs> so here's the the match play with whatever guy you choose. You're, you're going to pick one punt with it, of course, but you can go Scotty, Burns, then you go three 7K guys, Spawn, Herbert, Horschel. You land on 6,300. I'm going to put Dad's guy, Kevin Tway, in there. You can put Carson Young. You can put Pearson. Pierce? No, you can't put Cootie in, can you? Yeah. Cootie Tunes? Pearson Cootie and his friend Kyle Westmoreland. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> or you could use Justin Lower. Or you could use, I mean, is this a Zach Blairissance? 
Remember he popped up somewhere? Valspar, I think it was. Yeah, 10th yeah, of the Valspar. I don't know. He he seems like he could pop up too. I like that you did. I sell you on Lingmurth, give you reasons. It's like, ah, oh, Zach Blair, he could pop up. Yeah, but go look at his. I think you said he popped up, and that's why I had to double check. He it. popped Four, up. He gained seven strokes putting at Valspar and like had a top 10. Once. And then he got 47th at the Wells Fargo. I just listed you off Lingmurth results that are way better than they gave him six of the players. <laughs> this, is a, this is past tense. I'm not a Lingmurth guy, though, but just going back, let's see. If you're going to compare. Miscut, 47th, miscut. Yeah. Got to go back for it, but I agree. You could go there. I, I like the other guys better. That's all. Sig. Tway. I'm playing every version of this one. How about Marty Dew? Someone was trying to sell me on him earlier I mean, this guy week. Just, he showed up late. He has one gear. Fire at pins. That's it. He's like new school. Great showdown play, by the way. He's, he's like new school Hunter Mayhan. Yeah, great. Really good he showdown was, He was fifth at Byron Nelson. He's yeah. putting well right now, too. But the irons have been bad. For a guy who fires at a lot of pins. Probably why his irons are bad. He, t- he took the approach Rory did on Sunday at the PGA Championship. It's like, well, if I'm not going to shoot minus nine today, yeah. I'm not going to win. So here goes nothing. What about uh, my guy Lee Hodges? Texas just, Open, just, six. Just play him at, play Lee Hodges, second round showdown. Even if he has a terrible day one, just play him in second round showdown. It'll Where he makes enough putts to get it through yeah. and make the cut and then, and then scores well over the weekend. And then somehow bet the don't pass line on him in round three. Yeah, that's going to be the case. So yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't have much more there. I think, like I said, down low, you are taking shots. But I think the one big takeaway was that it's very easy to just make lineups that are extremely aggressive and still can score well. Okay. What do you got? We talked about our all match play lineup, right? Mm-hmm. How about a guy who has won match play and won this tournament? $6,100. How fall is Kevin Kisner fallen? Wow. I didn't even see his name down there. I still don't. I think I deleted him off the sheet. One, two, three, four, five. He's missed six of his past seven cuts, made the cut at the players, and finished dead last of everyone who made the cut. Well, that is, it goes Scotty, Burns, Horschel, Spawn, Horschel, Herbert, Kisner. You got 200 bucks left on the table. It's unique. It most definitely is unique. That is true. I This is a lineup I could obviously see playing well. Like, There's nothing that I'm like, oh, my God, this lineup sucks. Yeah. I, mean, I guess like, there would be people that say that, and there's better versions, and there's optimizers that are going to show you way better. This lineup projects like 60 points less than the one we did earlier, so it's bad from that perspective. But you're we're literally going with a skill set narrative lineup here based on everything we talked about with the match play. Michael Block. Is a hundred, two hundred to one, two hundred and fifty to one now. Kisner's now five hundred to one to win. That's insane. It's <laughs> pure insanity. <laughs> okay, I might have to split up my Horschel bet after and go a hundred, a hundred on him and do fifty, fifty on Kiz. Can't believe I bet on stupid Horschel. Why not? He's gonna be like eighty million over par. This always happens because I haven't, I haven't not played him enough <laughs> for him to like turn around and this be. This is good where the again. each way comes in handy. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not really expecting him to win in this circumstance. No. But I mean, just to play, I'm playing him on DraftKings, too. He's going to miss the cut by 11 billion strokes. Yeah, when you're building Kisner Horschel lineups, it's time to wrap it up. Like, that's just, we're, we're, doing, we're, in, we're in deep now. This is bad. But yeah, right. I, I think that's good. Okay, let's wrap it up. That'll do it on the Batman Experience. The Listeners League filled very quickly this week. Yeah. There's only 2,000 spots, so. They said we'll the ratings to- went down at the PGA Championship, but people are still interested in Charles Schwab Challenge Listener Leagues. It's funny because like the ratings for the Charles Schwab are about on par with the PGA Championship. Maybe people just don't care because I saw ratings in general. Mm-hmm. TV ratings were down for the PGA Championship. Maybe they're just 
is no interest in the PGA Championship. Someone said the I didn't know like the full what's at home Easter during the Masters this year, which I'm assuming is like the what does that mean? That's what I was trying to figure out. It's obviously an American thing, but I guess because more people were in on Easter at other people's houses. Or I mean, that actually makes a lot of sense. sense. So obviously when you throw it on, you'd have it on the TV. And it's still a little bit colder. You're inside. Yeah. Now we're into May. Most places you're like, you're actually out actively playing golf. The U.S. opens over Father's Day, so everyone's going to be home anyway. Yeah. On Sunday especially. Watch it with your dad or something like that. That actually makes a lot of sense. I thought it did too. That was the best explanation I saw. All right. What do you guys got going on this week besides the showdown shows? Uh, lots. We've got the premium show coming up today. Dig even deeper than this. Obviously, I'll have all my final numbers. I'm going to oh, go you're going to dig deeper than this. You're saving update. good stuff for there? No, I have oh, to thanks. do my next thanks. update. You thanks. and I talk through it. We get some good ideas. There is people out there that say they watch this show, Pat, just to get that information. Find out who Pat and Tambo are on, see who's going to get the boost, and then go make their adjustments. I have to do the same. I have to think about you know some of the things we talked through. We'll go through that. Hoop and myself, that is a premium show. It's the only premium show. Everything else is free on shipitnation.com. You can get in right now. There still is a promo, $59 a month or $5.99 for the year. It's NBA, NHL, MLB, PGA, and NFL. The big one, obviously, and you get projections for four of the five. We don't have them for golf yet, but people seemingly have us go through projections each week. We just don't want to make something that's not set up that we truly fully believe in or back. So we'll, we'll get working on that, and then we'll add those to the site as well in the future. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo gets you 20% off. I'm going to generate my lineups right now because I want to play. I want to max out the mini max. I want to start playing 150. So I'm going back to the yeah. drawing board. I'm not having the best of years. So I'm going to start playing instead of playing 20 in the 20 or 50 in the five or 75 in the five. Just go back to the basics where I can lose the least amount of money and see if I can try to develop a better process for myself because I did this last year and it culminated with me having the best Wyndham championship of all time. Sometimes I just need to go back and tweak what I'm doing. You just have to bit. know that when you win it, that you're, you can't be, oh, if I had to play it in the $5, it would have been this. I, I you weren't in that. I, That's I like, don't get that way. No, you ever. don't. I saw others do, and it's good for people to listen that are listening to learn from. That is a good thing to do. Go hone your process and something you want to get better at. When I was not good at 1 to 3 max in PGA DFS, I started playing it more to get better at it because what I was realizing when you get to like the fantasy golf world championships or something, you end up going down to about three or less lineups. In some cases, you only have one and you have to be able to have a, a process there to be able to get your single entry through in that case. Yeah, so I just, I, I've been off recently. So I have seven lineups made so far. So what, 150 or 143? See how quickly I can do this. Lock in Scheffler, create player pool with Scheffler, add this player to every lineup, boom. Let's see how that goes. I wonder how much Morikawa, Spieth, and Fleetwood all in. And this, these will be my final numbers. Is, yeah. That's about to fill. We so. made 20 lineups. Well, that's running on the show. We made 20 lineups that I'll lock in, and I'll play all 20 of these as well. You play those in, like, the, the $3.20 max. I usually do just that, but this week I'm going to play them in, like, the $20 or something. They're just so off the wall that I'd rather get fully paid off if that's the case. And we're probably splitting it anyway because people are making them at the same time. I don't think people are. I mean, people might be, when they hear you talk and make a lineup, they might dupe that one. They're not duping any of mine. <laughs> They're but avoiding them on purpose? With a with 100% Scheffler and 143 lineups, I end up with 22% Morikawa, 28% Spieth, 24% Fleetwood, 24% Siwoo, 24% Henley, and then it's capped at Henley in the eights. Then it's like Ben Ann, 26%, Harris English, 30%. What do we got at the bottom end here? I have no one below 20%. How many Actually, guys did it get you to your pool? Everyone always wants the magic number. Uh, what did your player pool end up being? It ended up being 22 guys. Okay, tight. Is that too few? Should I have more? There's no magic number. Well, I, 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 I talked this through with Brick yesterday. Yeah. He said he, I think he said he had like 70 guys at the PGA Yeah, he was leaning on that more. I, I think the, better, the best players, I think, play more. 
Do they? I think from from my stuff, I always you know talk about review and application. The ones that I find doing the best and consistently is is the ones that play more in their player pool. I actually had a little bit more success tightening it up, but then I went back to more, and it's it's been fine. I just think it's, it all depends on how you want to play it. Again, it's also a risk of ruin and risk versus reward conversation because that's what people don't realize is sometimes instead of going completely broke, like your pool is twenty two. If nineteen of twenty two make the cut, you're probably having a pretty good week, or you have chances. If they all miss the cut, or if half of them miss the cut, sorry, then you're probably not having a good week because you're gonna have a bunch of four sixes, five of sixes, and you're just not gonna make anything, and you could lose it all. Yes. So that's. I mean, I, like, I generally lose it all. But you know way. what? That, that's exactly that's <laughs> like, why some well, people take that approach. Yes. <laughs> it's to each their own when it comes to that, but it's usually a risk versus reward conversation. So anyway, that's how my player pool shakes out. So it's Scheffler with Morikawa, Scheffler with Spieth, Scheffler with Fleetwood, Scheffler with Siwoo, but it's Scheffler at every line. And one thing I'll note quickly is because you do have the Spieth, the, the Scheffler lock button on is that even though you are on some of the popular guys like the Spieths and the Fleetwoods and you just have field numbers, you, what people don't realize when they, oh, you're just paying the rate because you played the field. Like, well, first of all, you're way, oh, you, you're max leverage you can get on Scotty Scheffler versus the field. Second of all, you were mentioning like 30% Harris English. You are mentioning 20% Benny Ann, like guys like that. That is massive compared to the field. So it doesn't really matter about your stands on those other guys if they're equal to the field when you're over your you're high leverage on all these other places. That's a big difference maker. Now that I've locked in Scotty Scheffler, should I bet him 10 to 1 to miss the cut? God, just... <laughs> just kinda, knowing my luck with this stuff? <laughs> no, you're good. Run it. Good. Well, I mean, the I'm trying to... The reason that I... The main reason that I locked in Scheffler and I wanted to do this coming into the week is... To take a look at his recent results and how I see this tournament playing out, like you said, what Data Golf had him at 55% to come inside the top five. The Might have been 45 or something. Whatever it is. It's very high. Mm-hmm. The only way that I feel like he doesn't end up in the optimal lineup is if we get a situation like we got at the RBC Canadian Open last year, where Scheffler finishes top five, but so does Hovland, Spieth, Rose, Fleetwood, did top Morikawa. Right. Like those other, like the only way that he gets boxed, because like... If you had to set a floor for Scheffler this week, like your average floor, like, yeah, he could miss the cut. He could withdraw. He could do whatever. But, like, I feel like I would be disappointed if he came in sixth place. Like, I feel like he's going to come top three. Yeah. Like, using those same odds like we were talking about, they're giving almost an 80% chance to finish top 20. Yeah. So He's just better than the field by a mile. So unless it just, again, it's golf and it can happen. He could just completely spin out, have a bad day on day one, and then decide not to put us all into day two because he's tired. Who knows? Anything can happen, but you have to play it for what we know is that Scotty Scheffler is likely trying to go win another golf tournament. And that's how I'm always going to play it. So yeah, you're playing him for that reason. And that's why you're locking him. To your point, if even if those guys show up, Pat, don't you still feel better about your odds of him closing it out? Yeah, of course. That's, that's what I'm saying. So he, it's he like sh- that's he should have closed it out last year. He so just didn't. That's the if then that people don't always account for. It's all that's why when someone says, Oh, at this price, he's got to win. No. Like, it matters what goes on around him, too. What if he's the only dude that shows up and finishes top five and those other guys are the ones that flame out or have bad days or one really bad round or something like that, and Scotty's up there and finishes top five, but none of those guys are to be, you know, anywhere near him. They're top ten or worse. He's still probably fine and still in the mix because you still have to use all your salary. And, and there's, I mean, with the way that the leaderboard shakes out. You he, don't have to, but people are. He could win and not be in the optimal lineup just based on where the other prices end up coming in because he is so expensive. Like if two, three, and four are Fleetwood, Rose, and Burns, the lineups, depending on who's like in fifth, sixth, and seventh, if they're like the high, Bez and the high eight guys or the high seven guys, mid seven guys, that you just couldn't possibly get to with those combinations. Like that's how I feel like he gets boxed out, which yeah. I think is a very low probability. It's a memorial last year when Billy Horschel won. Yeah. That was like a five, eight K guys and a high seven K guy. 
But and no one had that. There was still top dudes up there. That's what won the tournament. Yeah. Some, someone had it, but that's, I mean, that's what they won with. But I'm saying that also was very rare that you literally had to have the board fit a DraftKings salary price point, basically, to make it work. And then the top guys that were like the, the five-figure guys were just boxed out. And so, you, you know, someone had the perfect lineup in that sense. Follow Tambo on Twitter, at ToeTagandTambo. You can find his tidbits up now. You can also find them in the Mayo Media Network newsletter that will come out later on Wednesday evening. You can sub to it for free down in the description right now. Smash the like on the way out. Leave an audio rating and review, too, if you're feeling generous. All right? I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Mayo Experience! Experience!